The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before give? a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to Career Day on the Voices of Search podcast. Today, we're going to take a long look at who's hiring and for what in the SEO world. Joining us for Career Day is Tyson Stockton, who's the co-founder and educational partner at Previsible, which is an SEO consulting and education company that helps support enterprise businesses as they scale their organic search traffic. And Tyson has combed through his team's SEO hiring database to understand who's making moves in the SEO space. All right, here's our monthly sit-down with the co-founder and educational partner of Previsible, Tyson Stockton. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash AWT. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash a w t tyson welcome back to the voices of search podcast thanks ben always good to chat with you how you been i'm hanging in there another day another dollar trying to i don't know if i'm trying to keep my job because i sort of made my own company and it's hard to get fired when it's all your fault but uh you know just <laughs> trying to stay ahead how about you i'm doing well getting ready for this final stretch right before summertime yeah, so no complaints on my side. You know, it's we've made it through uh, most of the spring. It's starting to get a little warmer out. We're starting to also rebound from what was a tough beginning of the year for the SEO community. We saw tech layoffs hand over fist. So it was just like how many atmospheric rivers we had to live through here in Northern California. And now all of a sudden it seems like sun's out, 
Flowers are blooming. Birds are chirping. Are the uh, the flowers opening up for the SEO community as well? What's going on in uh, in the hiring world? Yes, I think in general we're seeing a little more confidence within the market. Like early in the year, obviously there were the the layoffs they mentioned. I think there was just a lot of more uncertainty, and people were kind of holding back on their opportunities or their job postings. We still obviously were seeing, I would say, like a decently strong job market with an SEO, but it feels like it is further strengthening. And as people are getting more and more confidence in the general economy, you're seeing that starting to reflect in the type of opportunities that are opening up. A couple observations are one right off the bat is we are seeing a few more jobs pop up recently that are in more of kind of the director and above management leadership type SEOs roles within the Fortune 500 or enterprise businesses. So I think that's a really strong statement, especially if you've been in the industry for a while, maybe you've been a little kind of stagnant in it, you're starting to get a few more opportunities pop up that are worth keeping your eyes open to. Or especially too, if you have been maybe more at the manager or associate level, and you've been itching to take that next step, take that next kind of challenge. I think as we move into summer, we'll continue to see more and more of these management or leadership SEO roles within the large enterprise businesses opening up. So it's interesting to hear that the biggest companies in the world are starting to hire more executive level talent for organic growth and marketing and SEO. Why do you think this is happening now and and what should we make of it in terms of what's happening in the greater economy? Yeah, I think there's a bunch of different factors that go into this. I think we saw kind of the great resignation time of people that maybe were staying put a little bit longer through the pandemic and, you know, not wanting to make a change, then all of a sudden moving. And then that's followed by a little bit of this, these layoffs or this kind of hiring freeze that went on. So I feel like it's kind of more of catching back up to the market in the sense where you had some people that probably just moved roles, freed up some new opportunities, but then also businesses that maybe are no longer in this hiring freeze and they're able to bring in those higher salary kind of management positions to join their team in-house. So Tyson, is it the case where you know, we went through, I don't know, let's blame the uh, higher interest rates and the, the impending recession potentially coming on. We saw all of the layoffs and now companies are realizing that business isn't so bad, but instead of hiring operators, they're hiring executives to suck up the budget from those layoffs. So, you know, why are we seeing executives being hired as opposed to more sort of bottom end of the workforce contract labor or operators being hired? I wouldn't say it's a this or that. Like I think in the next you know piece that's interesting to talk about is more of an increased demand in part-time contract to hire, those type of roles. I think we typically see those coming out of one of these big layoffs. People will often open that up first before the FTE or kind of full-time positions. So I think that is still happening and happening at, you know, a similar demand to this. This, I would say, like with relation to the director management positions, that probably just feels like it was a, a pent up need that was in the freeze. And so now it's kind of just being released or opened up to have those jobs actually posted and be available on the market. 
but I wouldn't say it's it's kind of one or the other because the other major kind of change or thing that I've been seeing increased demand of is those contract to hire opportunities, some part-time opportunities. And I think those individuals that also are comfortable with taking a little bit of a risk in a contract role, like those could lead to really interesting opportunities as well. So especially if you're wanting to make a shift from a smaller organization to an enterprise, I would take a look at and kind of consider some of those contract opportunities. So help me think through some of the upsides and downsides here. Hey, I've been an SEO and I had a full-time role. I'm looking for another full-time role, but there's a large company. There's Angie's or Williams-Sonoma, Skillshare. They're all hiring for part-time workers, the you know contract labor. Why should I consider that role as opposed to keeping my head down and continuing to look for a full-time role? Yeah, you're right. There is some risk in that, like especially say like you're looking for a full-time gig and you see a part-time role at an organization that you'd really love to be a part of. There's some risk that it may not be the full-time work. Maybe the pay isn't exactly what you're at. So you're taking a risk of, hey, I'm going to put in some time with them and it'll open up into another opportunity. So I think those are probably, you have a little more risk in that sense because you may not be getting the full take-home that you'd be looking at normally. The contract positions too, I think sometimes people feel like those are higher risk of they won't have the long-term security of it. However, I have seen through working with like enterprise businesses, sometimes when there are cuts and when you go through those budgeting constraints, sometimes the FTEs are actually more prone to be subject to layoffs than some of the discretional spend that goes towards the contractors. So I think there's a little bit of a misconception that a contract role is going to be more risky. But in general, you're putting yourself out there to make the connections and build the relationships in these organizations that could lead to additional future opportunities. And if, especially if you're moving from a mid or a small size business to a larger enterprise and you haven't had the experience working in those, sometimes putting in that little bit of time to get that opportunity or get that experience on your resume is then going to make you not only first in line for if that organization opens up the role, but it also make yourself kind of more appealing or more kind of qualified for those other opportunities that you could really want to be like working towards. So I think you do have a sacrifice or you're giving up a little bit something with that, but also the return or what you could get in the long run from taking that time or taking that opportunity can have that opportunity to pay back to yourself. Yeah, to me, if it's a company that you want to work for long term, it might sound counterintuitive, but to take a role that is not a long term solution can have long-term benefits. And the reason why is, okay, well, we're going to hire an SEO. We're going to bring somebody in-house. Where do you think a large organization is going to look first? Are they going to look at the end of their bench to their contractors who they've already had a working relationship with and understand the inner workings of their SEO strategies? Or are they going to go and try to find somebody net new? Of course, they're going to go look at somebody that's already in the building first. And so maybe you have to apply twice and get sort of two jobs for the price of one, but you have a working relationship and you'll also be the first person to know when a new role is hiring. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. 
You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Talk to me about some of the internal politics strategies that you have when you're a contractor. How much should you push to try to have your employer hire you full-time? And how do you play your cards the best possible way to make sure that they think of you first when there is a role that opens up? Uh, This is a great question and one that I'd, I'd want to spin kind of back towards you as well. But I think the first piece is when you are starting with it, make your objective or make like your ultimate goal known. It's like you have to kind of find that balance of being like, hey, I know what I'm signing up for and I'm happy to do this. But I want it to be clear that ultimately my goal is to get to this level or this kind of full time status, whatever it may be. But I think one, just being transparent about what your goal and objective is, is the first step in it. And then proving yourself and then also just really building upon relationships. Like you're not only being judged on the quality of the work that you do, but also how well do you get along with other teams? How easy is it for other team members to work with you? Half of the game, it seems like on the enterprise level is not just knowing what needs to be done from an SEO tactic side, but it's knowing how to navigate through the organization, knowing the lingo, the terminology. Like it's really difficult for someone from the outside to just jump in and be really effective at the enterprise level if they're not familiar with kind of the company dynamics, how things get done, who you need to know, who do you need to have on board or on your kind of supporting your initiatives. And so the more that you can build those relationships, be a really integrated team member, an extension of the team, not just someone that's coming in for one project and punching in and punching out. But you really want to have those connections and like be baked into the organization rather than just being viewed as kind of like an outsider that's helping deliver on a specific project. The truth is, from my perspective, you have to do a little extra work. You're basically doing the same amount of work that you would have to if you were a a new hire, but you don't get all the training materials. You don't get all the work. You don't get all the introductions like you're going to be there for long term. So you have to do a little extra networking. If you're going to be contract labor looking to become full-time employee, you got to reach out. You have to try to understand the strategy. Yes, you want to make your intentions known, but you also got to kick ass. And you got to make sure that you're delivering and setting clear expectations with the goal of being first in line if a new role opens. So 
a big part of your job search goes from I'm going to look for new opportunities to now I'm going to look for opportunities within this larger organizations by networking and understanding when something is going to open up. I also have to execute on my current role, but you're still a hot commodity, right? You are still technically a free agent. So you can also keep your irons in the fire outside of the organization. What do you think is going to be more attractive for a potential employer? Hey, I was laid off from a medium-sized company. Now I'm doing contract labor for a big company and I want to keep my options open, but I don't have to come work for you because I've got this contract gig. I'm looking for the right opportunity, not just the first thing that comes along. Oh, shit. This guy got hired by Apple to do SEO. He must be really good at his job. That's got a lot of credibility. We should jump on this or make him or her an offer that they can't turn down because they're sought after and we want to get them before whatever company they're working for on a contract basis snaps them up full time. So you could position yourself to be a hot commodity both internally and externally by leveraging the fact that you have that contract gig as well. And it's it's a great point too that it's not just a one step, like you're, you're playing a chess game here and you may want to get to whatever end result, but you may not, you may have multiple steps that you need to take along that journey. And so like the way that you're describing that to me is like, yeah, I want to get here, but I know that I need this like interim step to set myself up for it. And it is a great piece of advice that it's like, yeah, you're not going at one, only one possible solution. You're trying to set up those opportunities, open up multiple doors to see which one's going to be most beneficial. And two, like from like the person on the hiring side, it's a great narrative and story. And you're creating a story with your career of like what progression you had within an organization versus someone that maybe just jumps around every six months to different jobs. And by having that story of like, yeah, I came in as a contractor and I absolutely crushed it and then moved up to this position and then moved on to this, you're creating like this narrative that's just going to make you that much more appealing to someone else than maybe looking at your resume or some other opportunity that could come maybe this year, maybe it's next year, who knows. But I think it's having that mindset of like, yep, it's a long-term game. What are the steps? What are the positioning pieces that can set me up for success in the future? I'm glad you used the word mindset because I was thinking about that. And to me, the mindset when you are contract labor at a place that you want to be long term, it's a paid foot in the door, right? Most people have to get their foot in the door and pry it open to get a full time job. And they are paying you to go learn about the organization be grateful for the opportunity, do everything you can to ingratiate yourself and integrate yourself into the organization. And the more value you can provide, the better opportunity you're going to have when the roles do open up. Now, let's go back and talk a little bit about where the jobs are today. You mentioned that there are a fair amount of executive level positions open. Uh, we're seeing some contract work open up as well. Does this mean that the SEO middle class the sort of middle tier operator level mid company, you know, are those roles still not opening up or is it just what you highlighted before the executives and the, the contract laborers first and foremost? I would say like we're, we're seeing it across the board, but more of like what's changing or what's progressing at a faster rate. It's like within those enterprise, you know, we didn't see as many of those director levels. So I would say that's more of a change in what we're seeing you still have that 
kind of middle class, middle group of companies that are looking for individuals. But I think the biggest change that we've seen over the last month and what's starting to increase is that demand on the enterprise side, whether it's in the management or in these contract positions. But it doesn't mean that opportunities don't exist from the other. We've plugged it multiple times, but the SEO jobs newsletter that we put out from Previsible, we give the entry mid kind of senior to mid range and director and above. So you have opportunities across the board in this area, but it's more of like, what do we see increasing or starting to progress at a faster rate is a little bit more in that enterprise category. All right. Last question for you, Tyson. If you were going to apply for a job that's available today in SEO, which role are you picking? Ooh, um, that's a good question. I think right now I would be going towards the in-house enterprise roles. I think there's value and I believe we talked about on the podcast before of like, was in-house or is agency better? And both have different elements to offer to your career. So it could vary for each individual. But I've been quite encouraged by seeing some of those upper management director and above positions on the in-house side, good pay ranges or pay bands for those opportunities. And especially if you're kind of at that mid stage in your career, it could be a great opportunity to make the jump to the next level. All right. Lots of opportunities starting to unveil themselves in the SEO world. If you're still on the market, get out there, network. And if you need help, always you could reach out to Previsible. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Tyson Stockton, co-founder and education partner at Previsible. We'd love to continue the conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Tyson, you could find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can find him on Twitter. His handle is Tyson underscore Stockton, or you could visit his company's website, which is Previsible.io, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E.io. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, just head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.